you're listening to the Quality Coach Podcast, I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. If you're a personal trainer who is trying to grow as a fitness professional, but feel unprepared to do so, listen in each week as myself and associates in the fitness space share practical tools and advice to help you become a quality coach. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Quality Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton, and today is part two of handling and consistent clients. Now, last week, or in the last episode, when we talked about handling inconsistent clients, I talked about the mental emotional approach or side of handling this because oftentimes there are things going on upstairs, like in their head, that you are completely blind to. That if you use soft skills and communicate with them and listen to them and make yourself more well aware of what's going on in their head and in their world outside of the gym, it would make it a lot easier for you to help them increase their compliance and show up and show out when they come to the gym and work with you. So today we are going to cover the second half of that approach or part two, which is more of the practical programming things that you could do to help a client be more consistent because sometimes your programming might be the limiting factor. So with that being said, I am going to just introduce or discuss three very low-hanging fruit things that you can do to make your programming easier for a client to adhere to. And we're going to start with number one, which is my favorite thing to tell y'all to do, and that is use y'all dang assessments. (laughs) Use the data from your assessments. I say this because it may be common sense to you to do that, but I've seen in many of Facebook groups, y'all, many of Facebook groups, the advice of hide the assessment inside their first session, or what's worse, don't do an assessment at all. And that don't make sense to me. Like I just, it it, make it make sense, y'all. You can't, you won't be able to because it's senseless. Like it's driving blind. Would you try to drive down an interstate with your eyes blindfolded? No, you wouldn't do that. Same thing with trying to create a program for someone with no data. When you think about the definition of the word design itself, it means it's a purposeful plan with a goal. Let your programming be guided by the information you gain from their assessments. Quality trainers use assessments and they use them heavily. They know what their clients sticking points are, where their strengths are, where what their goals are, and those data points that they gain from their assessments tell them how to build that process, that plan for them. If you don't use assessments, you run the risk of skipping key progressions and key teaching points that could help your client stick around because they get what's going on or can help them to prevent injuries Because injuries are something that deter clients in many ways that you might not consider. Like, can I trust my trainer? I mean, I'm getting injured with her. Those are the things that you have to think about. And using your assessments helps you figure out what to put in that program and how to make it quality for that client. And it helps them comply. All right? Point number two, periodize your programs. Periodization is essentially 
an overview of the flow or the cadence of a client's program over a period of time. Um, most of the time, you're going to cl- cl- uh, minimally train a client anywhere from six months to a year, minimally. So think about dividing your program up in a way for them that allows them to adhere and stick with things. For instance, you can divide your program up into three-month blocks that have a specific focus. An example is block one can focus on certain patterns, like um, a block that focuses on deadlifting and pulling, or a block that focuses on squatting, a block that focuses on a certain training style, like for a block we're going to do strength, and another block we're going to do hypertrophy. Or it could be a focus on progressing to a specific goal. These are all great ways to help a client avoid burnout. Periodization does that. Helps a client avoid burnout, adapt to the training, and just enjoy the process because they're not getting their face beat in block after block after month after month. You see what I'm saying? The last point I want to make is use a minimum effective dose. If you are unfamiliar with MED, essentially it is a concept that's adapted or adopted from the medical world and applied to our world, which means what is the most minimal amount of a stimulus that I can give to a client that will create change, that will create a response that their body now has to adapt to? We're not looking for huge, grandiose changes in a person's program. We're looking for small, minimal things. Like, for instance, instead of when it comes to exercise selection, instead of saying, okay, they have worn out this, you know, this back squat. What do I do next? Maybe I should make them do snatches. No. Think about how you can milk that movement pattern. Can you increase their range of motion? Can you change the weight? Can you increase the tempo? Can you uh, change the center of gravity that they're moving from? Can you make it a less stable environment? There are so many different ways that you can flesh out and refine a movement to continuously be able to have an effect Um, a good effect for that client. And you don't have to remix the whole program. These little tweaks and challenges can keep it interesting and allow that client to adhere to the training and be more compliant. So minimum effective dose, get you some. That's all I got for today, y'all. Use your assessments, periodize, and use a minimum effective dose to continue to help your clients. These are three great things that you can do in addition to your soft skills and the things that we covered in part one of this discussion of inconsistent clients and handling them um, to help them along. I hope that this is useful for you. Be a doll and be a go on to my DMs at jasminebraxton.co and tell me what you thought about this. I really appreciate all of your insights and feedbacks, and I love having conversations around this. So please rate and share this podcast with someone who you think will like it. You know, as always, I appreciate y'all. Bye. 
Do you find designing training programs for your clients to be overwhelming? I used to feel the exact same way, which is why now I help coaches just like you develop a deeper understanding for how to apply coaching and program design so that you can be successful and so can they. Want to know how? Just go to jasminebraxton.co forward slash design to download my five industry secrets to make program design simple. Again, that's jasminebraxton.co forward slash design to get your free copy now. You're welcome. Welcome.